What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Unapologetic Podcast. On this podcast is where we talk about real topics, real life, and real experiences in an unapologetic way. For those who are just tuning in, I'm your host, Brianna, and I'm really super excited about today's episode. I have a lot of things in store, but first things first, I just want to kind of check in with you guys. I hope you guys are staying safe and staying sane and productive with all the craziness going on with COVID-19. Things have gotten like so real so fast, so I know it's messing with everyone's mental health because of all the rapid changes. It just doesn't seem like, you know, what's going on is real life, but I want you guys to know that I'm 100% right here with you. So even before the virus started, I want to kind of get into detail. Even before the virus started, I was kind of going through a rough time, um, but being that like everything has changed, it's just intensified everything. So I completely get how it feels to deal with the stress and the uncertainty and these completely uncertain and unpredictable times, so... Yeah, currently my whole entire life has been constricted to being 100% at home and I mean everything that I've been dealing with personally, this is not really too bad, but I mean it's just different. I have my moments where I just want to get out of the house, um, just to, you know, go do things and I mean everything's closed, like I can't even... <laughs> go to the mall or go get my nails done or do any type of pampering that'll kind of just lift up my spirits or nothing everything's just completely off limits um aside from working um well really about working I'm one of the few that I'm fortunately able to still be employed that's a huge blessing um because my job offers us the option of working from home during the pandemic so I I got to give big ups to God for that because there's tons of people that, you know, unfortunately aren't able to work right now. So I'm really, really thankful and blessed that I have the opportunity to do that. And um, I'm pretty sure I talked about this, but all of my classes at UNT have been switched to online for the rest of the semester. Shout out to UNT to kind of getting a hand on things early and really, you know, getting things together because as soon as everything started or whatever they just you know went right in and changed everything and just tried to do the best thing that they could for their students I feel some of them don't feel that way but I feel that you know they did the best that they could um as far as getting into the middle of the semester and completely changing everything on such a short limited amount of time so um it's been quite an adjustment just getting used to that and I say that by meaning, um, you know, you kind of set yourself up. I mean, I've taken online classes at the beginning of um, my collegiate career, you know, or not necessarily at the beginning, kind of just like I was going on campus full time for the first probably like two years of my collegiate career. And then I just completely switched to online because of working and trying to have a job and everything like that so um it's not I'm not necessarily saying that like it's been hard I know for some students it has been hard because they're so used to going on campus for everything um that's not necessarily the hard part I think it's just more so when I register for classes I pick my classes based off you know the mindset that I'm feeling and what's available so UNC doesn't necessarily offer a whole bunch of online classes so I was completely equipped um, to go on campus this semester, and, um, that's, you know, a thing in itself, I mean, 
I feel that going on campus sometimes, like it depends on the classes or whatever. I feel like this semester I've had um, at least two of my classes are quite easy. Um, but one of my classes I feel just probably would have been better if it was online. But um, yeah, so it's more so of a mindset thing. I was not prepared really to do online classes this semester. But hey, I mean, like I said, I've done it before, so it's really not that big of a deal, much of an adjustment. Um, but it's just more so like, you, you know, it's just flip-flop. Like you start half the semester going to campus and then you start doing online work or whatever. So um, I know for some people, they've had a difficult time. I've seen a lot of people actually complaining about how difficult it is to do online classes. And I mean, it's not for everybody. It's really not. So yeah. Um, so like I said, it's been quite just an adjustment and as far as adjusting to being completely 100% at home um but aside from that I've still just been dealing with my recent loss and while I don't feel like talking about that right now you guys are free to go listen to that um update and that was episode eight so go ahead and listen to that if you guys want to hear about it um but yeah so while we're on the topic of college, if there's any college students listening, I completely understand the hardships of adjusting to this new life. I really want to take this time out to wish all of the class of 2020, both high school and college, well. I completely feel for you guys, and I know it has to be difficult ending such a huge chapter of your life not necessarily in the way that you always thought it was going to be. I mean, literally, who would have thought that this last year of school that you have whether it's college or high school um would be ending off like this i know if it was me and i was a senior in high school and i wasn't able to have prom or do any of my senior activities or anything because everything's literally shut down i would be upset so i completely feel for you guys and i can only imagine how unfortunate that the last few months of one of the biggest of your biggest chapters of your life is ending so but yeah you guys are gonna get through this so hopefully you know you guys can get creative as far as trying to celebrate and everything but I mean you guys are gonna do amazing in life and I just really hope that things go well for you guys and you know still at the end of the day this is your year make the best of it and congratulations because you guys are gonna do great things so um yeah but that was kind of my little rant about everything. But again, I hope you, all of you, are being safe. And like I said, we're all in this together. And we're going to get through this. So if you guys want to share some of your quarantine feelings, please, please, please feel free to reach out to me. I would love to give you guys an opportunity to vent. Some people just, you know, want to discuss things or, you know, want to get some things off their chest as far as, you know, what they're going through. So um, I want to give you guys that opportunity to vent and possibly give you guys some words of encouragement to get through this. So please feel free to do that. All my contact info is below. Well, yeah. So, alrighty. Um, I'm super excited about the guest I have for today's episode. This person is very special to me. And even though we aren't able to do this in person, I'm super excited to finally be able to get her on the show. I wanted um, to get both of them on the show, but unfortunately didn't work. So today I'm welcoming my big sister, Trinice. 
my sister is super cool and when we get together we have loads of fun so i truly think you guys are going to enjoy today's episode but most importantly i feel that she's one of the best to be able to help me with today's topic um hopefully eventually i'll be able to get all of my sisters on one episode and possibly my brother if he's not going to be too lame because he's kind of i don't know he's kind of weird (laughs) but yeah so i hope you guys enjoy this episode and please feel free to leave me a rate and review of the show below hi sister hey (laughs) (laughs) all right guys so i have my sister trunice here what's up autopilotmetic fam (laughs) (laughs) how are you I'm good, girl, you know, dealing with this quarantine, staying in the house. For real. What have you been up to? What have you been up to today? I feel like we talk every day, so, like, I always know what you're up to, but right. they don't know, so tell them what have you been up to. <laughs> um, Today, I really haven't been doing anything. Um, I went to my grandmother's house because she barbecued, so, you know, I had to pull up, get me a plate. Oh, shout out, Grandma. <laughs> Okay, but no, right now I'm just chilling, sipping off some wine, you know, chilling. Oh my gosh, so I was, I literally, like, to celebrate us doing this, I literally poured me a glass of wine. Hey, that's why you love it! <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my goodness, so y'all, Trinice has been trying to get me to try wine for like the last couple of years and I'm not a huge drinker anyways and like when I am, like I stick to what I like and that's it. I'm not really open to like trying all these different things because I'm I'm picky when it comes to like food or like drinks in general. So I didn't like, it took me like so long to try it completely, at least enough where I could like truly enjoy it and like start buying it for myself. So I remember my first time actually trying to indulge in it. I think it was Lisa, shout out to her, but I think it was oh, Lisa okay, who yeah. bought, I think I told you about this, but it was oh. her that bought some red wine and like she's always into like going on wine tours and stuff like that so I was like all right right now red yeah so she was like oh my gosh like you have to try this it's so good so I was like all right whatever I'm trusting you so she gave it to me and when she poured that glass and I took like a like a swig of it I was like oh like I left that cup right there she was like, yeah, like it's different it. types of wines for different types of people. You have yeah. your sweet wine drinkers, and then you have your wine drinkers that like the bitter tasting wine. So it just depends on your preference. Yeah. So I don't know. I just didn't like it. It was so disgusting. And I mean, her <laughs> her friends were like drinking it, and I was just like, this shit is gross. Like I don't want this. So yeah. after you that, brown yet? When you grow up wine tastes good that's how you know you grow when wine starts tasting good after that I was just like oh no like wine is gross and like you kept (laughs) telling me you have to try different ones so I think it wasn't until February of this year that like I truly tried I think it was me and Alex were celebrating our anniversary and we went to brunch and of course you know I had to give me a little mimosa but I was just asking him I was like you know I hope this isn't nasty, and they gave it to me, and I ended up drinking, like, two mimosas. Oh, honey, mimosas is where it's at, baby, okay? Yes, it was so good. I can't wait for quarantine to be over with, so I can go to brunch. (laughs) (laughs) And then this, uh, the lady that we booked for, um, like, that private chef thing that I did, 
Um, oh, yeah. She uh, brought some. I think she said it was from H-E-B. And I don't remember the brand off the top of my head, but I think I sent you a picture of it. But um, it's at H-E-B. And when she had gave me that, it was so scrumptious. I was like, give me the bottle. <laughs> Let me take a picture of this because I'm I'm literally – and we don't have H-E-B up here in Denton so, or okay. anywhere near here. So I was like, I'm the next time I go anywhere that there's H-E-B, I'm going to go ahead and stock up on a couple. Uh, H-E-B be having all the wine. Okay? Yes. That's where I go and get my wine. They have yes. everything. They got like a whole freaking like long-ass aisle. Like it's yes. ridiculous. At my ACB up here in Houston, we got two long ass out of the <laughs> <laughs> so, Okay. Are you excited to finally be able to do an episode with me? I am. Look, I've been waiting to get on Unapologetic, you guys. Okay. My little sister does these episodes all the time. And has yet to put her sister on here because, you know, I speak the real all day, every day. So. I just feel like every time, like, we get together, it's, like, so – I mean, even, like, I'll know I'll be coming to Houston, but I don't know why I just don't, like, have my stuff in, in my Right. My Bro, you just keep your stuff in your car, so when you pull up, let's do an episode. And then, I like – I to get off my pet. Yes, <laughs> and then I really wanted to, like – even like the first episode I did with my sisters, I really wanted to have you and Dedra at the same time, but oh, yeah. she's always like all over the place. So Dedra, yes, Dedra, you suck. So we'll <laughs> one day we will eventually be able <laughs> to get you something or get you right. something. Eventually, you'll be up here with us. <laughs> yes, so um, I'm glad. And she's at, Trini's actually helped me pick today's topic, guys. So I'm glad <laughs> we're able to do this together because I know we both have like unique outlooks on life. And finally, we can like right. create something to share those with like other people. Um, yeah, and that's why I like these podcasts because it's not just like one person's side of view or mm-hmm. point or yeah. how they feel about something. It's a variety of people because everybody doesn't look at stuff the same. Yeah. Everybody doesn't see life the same. Everybody doesn't think of stuff the same. So it's always good to get that broad perspective on topics and see how everybody else is out here feeling about the situation. Yeah. Um, guys, Trinice also has a YouTube channel, which I'll oh, be linking below in the show notes. So make sure you guys go check out her vlogs and all her other content. Do you have like yeah. any new stuff in the works right now for your channel? I do actually have um, a new YouTube video that I'm working on. Since the quarantine's been going on, um, it's been real hard trying to stay consistent because it's hard trying to get content. And so, you know, you really have to come up with content that you could do inside of your house. Yeah. But I do have a video in the works. It should be coming out in the next two weeks. So stay tuned, guys. Make sure y'all follow me on YouTube. Really Yes, I'll make sure that you guys have, like, the direct link to her channel below. But I can't wait to see it because, you know, we always support each other. So I'll definitely be checking it out as soon as you post it. Um, So, Yeah. Let me see what we can do. Oh, yeah. So I thought it would be funny to go into a little bit more detail about our story as far as like our sisterhood and our other siblings. To clarify for anyone who wants to know in all, (laughs) there are six of us. Judge is the oldest. Trinice Mm -hmm. is the second oldest. I'm basically kind of like in the middle. And then we have my brother right after me. And then we just found out that we have a little sister 
named Triandra. Shout out to her. Hopefully we can right. get her to come on the show too. Cause we, I know. we, we, we need to get, get together with her first. We need to get all of us on yes. like one episode. <laughs> yes. And then we have, funny. yeah, that would be a hot ass mess. Oh my gosh. Right. Can you imagine Trent being on the episode? Look, we're a fun group of siblings. Okay. Yes. Let me, let me let y'all know that. <laughs> and then we have a younger sister. Um, her name is Christian. So like there's quite a few of us and it's crazy because I find it funny how we have such a unique sisterhood, but also like kind of like a unique story on how like we all met and like connected. Right. So crazy. It so is. Do you want to tell it or do you want me to tell it? Well, I'll, I'll kind of like tell some of it and like you can kind of like share from your point of view. But like Go all ahead. six of us share the same dad with me and Trent being the only ones that also share the same mom as well. But, um, you know, I don't, I don't know, whatever about him. But our dad, unfortunately, isn't really present and hasn't been in our lives. But whatever. Um, because of that, like we all grew up completely differently um, Dead Gentrinese pretty much grew up on like different sides of Houston where like me and Trent grew up there for a short period of time didn't yeah Christian grew up in Houston too um, eventually me and Trent like moved around the Austin area for a while before I ended up moving back to Houston and um, I believe Triandra lives in Louisiana right right um, she stayed here at um, one point but then she moved back to Louisiana so needless to say, we didn't have like the luxury of growing up together and being connected much as kids. I feel like the only one that like I really connected with until I was about a teenager was Dedra. And that was only like on occasions where like she would call or something like that. Like we right. I don't remember um, a lot of us like hanging out together much after my mom and Dedra split up. But right. I mean... I think I went down there like once or whatever. My mom had to go to court against him for child support, of course. And um, she was at school when we were visiting. So I didn't get the opportunity to see her. But I mean, she called me a lot of the times just to like talk to me and everything. But I don't feel like we saw each other until it was a teenager. Kristen, and let me tell y'all, Houston is not a small city. But the world is definitely small because... Mm -hmm. I ended up linking up with Christian before I linked up with any of my other sisters. And Christian is actually the baby. But the only reason why I ended up linking up with Christian is because her aunt used to date my uncle. And it's so funny because when I met her, I didn't even know she was my sister. And so I was like, oh, okay, she's cute. And then come to find out, me and her have the same dad so I was like oh okay I still but find that so, so weird it's so crazy that's why man y'all gotta watch who y'all daddy is out here because you should be dating your brother and don't even know it y'all it's so funny because it literally I feel like it literally took all of us one spring break to just get like super tight and it's kind of funny because I grew up not knowing, like, you know, I had siblings out there. I knew I had another dad out there because my mom was a single mom for, like, a few years before she married my stepdad. So I knew I had another dad out there, just never knew who he was. And Dedra being Dedra, back when MySpace was live and popping, 
she hit I me up on my face. Right. <laughs> she hit me up on my face. Hey, I'm your sister, Deborah. You have another sister named Bree. And da 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 da. You give me the whole feel about these whole other siblings I never knew about. And I told my mom, and I mean, of course, no surprise to her. She already knew, just never told me, which I don't know why moms do that. But I don't know, because yeah. my mom did the same thing. And I, when Deborah told know. me about you, I, I was upset. I don't know, but I was just like, okay, cool. And then one spring break, that was like, I'm gonna come pick you up and we're gonna all spend spring break together. And I met Bree, I met Trent, I met Christian, and I had met Desert for the first time. That was my first time meeting all my siblings from my biological father. And when I tell you, it literally took us all like one weekend to just get to know each other and start acting a fool. And it was like, oh yeah, we all related. And ever since then, we all been tight like glue, like super tight like glue. Do you it's remember like-, like when I first reached out to you on MySpace after Dedra told me about you? Girl, I halfway remember, but I halfway don't. <laughs> so, okay, I'll, I'll tell that story then. So, Dedra, I don't remember how we came on the conversation or whatever, because after I got my own phone and my mom didn't have to be the buffer in between me and her talking to each other, um, I got my own phone and I, I don't remember how, like, she told me. I think it was just random or something but I just remember her telling me about you and Christian we didn't know much about Treyandra at the time so um she told me and I remember I think I was like 13 or 14 because I think I was like in eighth grade one of the two but I was just like mom like why didn't you tell me and I, I don't know she was just like in her feelings I guess or she felt like it didn't you know she didn't want she didn't feel like it was her place, but I mean, I don't talk to Dedrick, so it wasn't like Dedrick was going to tell me, so it was just like, Dedrick was the only one that told me, and then she, I was just like, so tell me about her, like, what is she like, what are, you know, how do I get in contact with her, and she gave me the link to your MySpace page, so I immediately got on the computer, and then I started looking at all your pictures, and I remember the first thing that I saw was, I think it was like your eighth grade dance picture, you know, when your mom had like your and that blue, yes. that blue dress that you had on. I think you were like so tan in that oh, picture. Oh, I was so black because you have to. Be, I was a cheerleader in high school, y'all, and I did other things, outdoor activities. So I was a little on the darker side. It was crazy, and I'm just looking at your pictures. And first of all, I was like, okay, she's prettier than me. So I was like, all right. What? <laughs> I was just like she's she's prettier than me but I can see where we kind of look alike and then I saw oh, your you cheer know, pictures so funny because if you see all of us together out of all six of us me and Brie are the two that look alike the most and so. everybody says that like yes, every time I would come finally. over and be around yes. your friends everybody be like oh my gosh and I feel like like, all of your when we friends finally seen each other I was like dude she do kind of look like me like but do you, do you remember like when I used to come over and like spend I think it was like I spent a week with you once and then I think I spent a weekend with you once or whatever I feel like right. all of your guy friends that originally wanted to talk to you but they didn't want to talk to you as soon as they found out 
that you had a sister that looked just like you they totally worked for me because you know how you have those guys in your life that like you but you just friend zoning them because you don't want to take it there yeah no we're never gonna be that dude but I have a sister go ahead (laughs) (laughs) I I think there was one guy that you had he came over he like pulled up for something and like I think you said like he texted you or something like that asking about me (laughs) later that day and then of course uh you had another friend or whatever that I actually ended up kind of having fun with for like a little bit and that's funny because you know what and this person can remain nameless but (laughs) I do feel like at some point he probably did have like a mini crush on me but because I kept friend zoning him and I think he kind of caught the hint that I wasn't trying to like be on that type of stuff with him we just started being friends and then when I introduced him to you he was like oh bet like okay (laughs) I still feel bad. I did him kind of dirty. I I ended up apologizing to him because I felt so. He out here doing his thing with kids now. It's okay. That's good. (laughs) But yeah, going back to kind of like our story. After I saw that, like you, you were a cheerleader because I've been a cheerleader my whole entire life. I was like, oh yeah, okay, so. I clearly see that we have stuff in common and then I felt comfortable right. finally just messaging you and then you know I was just like hey I don't I know you don't know me but my name is Bri and I'm your little sister and all I remember is you were like what <laughs> like who are you <laughs> <laughs> See, that is so funny y'all if y'all don't know me out of the sisters I'm probably like the most blunt <laughs> yeah she was she wasn't like hi or like how are you yeah, or I anything like that I was just like kind of like thrown off because I think Desiree did mention I had another sister but I wasn't expecting you to hit me up so I'm kind of like what <laughs> like, and I was nervous too I was nervous because I was like I don't know if she's gonna like me I don't know if she's gonna want to talk to me or anything and I'm I knew like Trent Trent was like younger at that time but you know how Trent is so like Trent wasn't gonna say anything and I was just like I'm just I'm just gonna do it and you were just like who are you how are we related and then I had to like give you the whole rundown on everything like okay yeah this is our dad you know I think you didn't even know that can I tell a spring break story oh yeah oh my gosh (laughs) okay well this is really not a story for us it's more so about Trent You guys, okay. So I think he was know, like, how old was he? I think he was like, I don't even 10, know. So maybe like, like 10 or 11 at the time. Y'all, this is like all of our first time linking up. Like, we're like just chilling at the house, like in the house, watching movies, bored, nothing to do. So, this is, we all decide we're going to smoke some weed, okay? And I'm about like, probably. When am I? 13? No, I'm like 15. Sorry, mom, if you're listening. (laughs) (laughs) Right? And so I'm about 15, and we go and get some weed. And we smoke, and we definitely smoke with this baby brother of ours. Side note, I think Dedra was, like, really looking forward to this because, you know, she's always into, like, you know, dibbling and dabbling in other substances and, like, just trying things. And I think for the most of us, like, me and you, we were already, like, in high school. So she was like, you're going to end up trying this regardless. Right. Like, I think I was, like, in the 10th grade, and I had friends that was doing it, but smoking was never just really my 
my thing at the time. So it I definitely was like, wasn't hey. mine. It was a weekend. It was spring break weekend, y'all. So I was like, all right, it's spring break. Why not? Like, ain't shit else to do. I'm not at home. So we all smoked together. I don't know why we let this 10-year-old smoke with us, y'all. When I tell y'all, Trent was like, <laughs> he was like zoned out. Like, bro was just like staring in the face. Like, he just kept getting and what what's crazy to me is that he was able to like get high and for me like I've never smoked I I think I honestly haven't even smoked probably once or twice after that I'm just not I've never been into it and even then when Deja was like here just try it I was like you know I'm, I'm I can't get into it like I didn't even get high I feel like everybody else was high except for like me and Lisa and of course Christian and see, I'm not gonna cap now. Like a lot of people don't be knowing, but that's a, that's not your business. But I am a stoner now. I do smoke now, and so it's like now. It's like when I look back on it, it's so funny. Like why did we let this ten year old smoke with us, Bree? Like, I have no wow. idea. And then like he didn't do it for a while, and then next thing you know, now he's just like full fledged like. I mean, he's a grown man now. This was was like over 10 years ago, you guys, okay? So he's grown now, but he was like 10 at the time. Yeah, I think I was like a freshman in high school. I swear, I didn't even know what I was doing. I don't even think I I was doing it right because literally. I don't think I knew either, but I know I was definitely high. It was definitely a feeling I never felt before. My first high was something to remember. I was glad I got to do it with y'all. That shit was funny. (laughs) I think I hit it once and then I was like, yeah, no, this is gross. This is weird. And you know know me, I'm like the the square one out of everybody (laughs) not trying to like deal with the peer pressure or nothing like that. I just stay in my own lane and that's it <laughs> i let y'all have all the fun i think the only one that didn't participate was christian because she was like itty bitty at the time i think christian was like that. three or four around the nah, time. She, was, she was older than that she was like five five something like that five six somewhere up in there but it was that was definitely a memory <laughs> that was a hot ass mess lord <laughs> jesus yes and then now we're waiting to make memories with our newest sister, Trayandra. I tried texting her recently, and we texted for a while, but I think she forgot to text me back. But it's okay. Yeah, we should chat, like, once. And just a, just a little backstory, you know, no shade, no tea, but our father has, you know children in different area codes and whatnot i mean you can say it like everybody that knows him personally knows <laughs> how he He's is one of those you know papa was a rolling stone head ass niggas you know no shade all tea but whatever and recently you know we all just found out that we have another sister out here and she's um mm-hmm, i won't say in the well she's graduated so she's like i think adult. she's like 19 yeah she's she's almost an adult so she's older herself and we all just found out that she's our sister and us being us you know we all welcome her with open arms and stuff so we're kind of you know all trying to get to know each other and stuff like that so that's the update on our sister circle in 2020 (laughs) yeah (laughs) we need to do another like outing because I feel like 
we, me, you, and I always see y'all. And then of course I see Trent separately. I never see Christian and Trent right. comes down there when he feels like getting on everybody's nerves and yeah. surprisingly, and although that's Christian what he loves often. to do. That's the baby sister. I talk yeah. to Christian often. She, Christian is doing her little high school, middle school, high school. I think she a freshman now. Lord. Yeah, I think she's going to be a freshman. I don't know. She's going to be one of them, but... She's living that teeny bopper life, you know. <laughs> no, you Don't didn't say teeny bopper. <laughs> you know, when we was that age, living the teeny bopper life. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I feel like we can already kind of start getting into the topic of everything. Um, so I feel like we all have disagreements and like we all deal with certain situations like when it comes to conflict and we've all had to deal with like difficult people and all the craziness that comes with that you know right. whether it's at work with a coworker, like a manager or with a family member because you know we do have disagreements and fights with our family members a friend mm-hmm. or you know a significant other which is you know something that we all deal with but we all have different ways of dealing with how hard it can be when you feel like someone has done you wrong or there's been like some misunderstanding or you you feel hurt or upset over something involving them but ultimately you know how do you deal with it like do you try to win every time do you have a hard time speaking up and communicating your feelings effectively or do you choose just to say whatever you can to end whatever it is so you don't have to deal with the situation anymore so today we're going to get into having conflicts arguments with others in your life and dealing with difficult people so, and Trini's helped me pick this topic. So, of course, I can't wait for you guys to kind of hear her crazy outlook on yes, everything. Girl, I can speak on some conflict, child. Okay. <laughs> okay, so right now, currently, like, think about, like, your life as a whole, but mostly right now, currently. Who in your life do you feel like you've had the most conflict with and why? Um, <clears throat> I wouldn't call it, like, conflict per se because to me conflict is more so like you have a disagreement I have a disagreement we're not agreeing with each other that's the conflict so how we go forward from this is what the outcome will be and I have had conflict with people in the past um I would say right now, I wouldn't necessarily have, like, conflict with people because there are people out here that probably have issues with me and probably don't rock with me and don't fuck with me, but (laughs) I couldn't tell you why because they've never expressed to me why they don't fuck with me or why they don't talk to me. Don't you hate that? Right. And so I guess I'm not, I'm the type of person until you become a grown woman and step to me to my face and tell me what the issue is. I don't see it as a conflict. I see you as being childish, immature, and there's nothing that we could do about it. Like it is what it is. But as far as that, I wouldn't necessarily call it conflict. Um, There are people that have issues, but it's not a conflict until you necessarily address it and I mean if you don't address it it's just gonna be less what it is I'm the type of person if you got an issue if there's something wrong if you don't address it I'll be like all right move along we ain't gotta talk to each other 
So right. do you feel well, like it's more so like, like conflict is like, you know, when you get to that stage of like talking about whatever is wrong, but like before it becomes like conflict, because I feel like sometimes conflict can be like, people think of it just more of like the civilized term or whatever, as far as like having an issue with somebody. But do you feel like before uh-huh. it gets to that point where you guys are able to talk about it, um, do you feel like it's kind of like just like an unspoken issue or something like that or somebody got a problem with you i don't know because i'm the type of person if there's like an issue like a really really big deep rooted issue that i feel needs to be addressed i would address it but if i feel like there's something petty it's not worth us having a conversation about because it's not really that serious to me i feel like we don't have to talk about it i feel like if we're cool or we're friends, like I think we are, or like you might think we are, or say we are, then something small shouldn't be able to escalate. But if like it's something small and you make it something bigger, obviously you feel like it's something wrong. But if you don't address it and come to me and we talk about it, then how can I know? You know, like, how can I know that there's an issue? How can I know that there's a problem? And it can't get talked about. It can't get addressed until you express on your side how you're feeling. Because you could have a whole issue going on. And I don't even know you feeling this way. Because you ain't saying nothing to me. You ain't told nothing to me. We kicking it. We hanging it. I think stuff is cool. And the whole time, you could have this deep-rooted issue inside of you that I know nothing about. And so until you speak up... It really can't get addressed or, you know, like get, you know, prevented from getting to some drastic point because I've learned a lot through a conflict. Everybody's not going to be like me. Like, like I said, if I have an issue, or I feel some type of way. I'm gonna be like, hey, I don't like it. I feel like, you know, that's not what's good. But that don't mean we got to stop being cool. We got to stop being friends. I'm telling you what I don't like. And I feel like that's that kind of sucks, too, because like I think on one side, like, you know, if like, for example, with the situation that I have a person that I used to consider to be a very close friend of mine, and me and her, we were friends for probably, like, shit, almost 10 years, really, and it was just, like, slowly but surely, I saw the communication between us, like, taper off, and I mean, I have other friends, like, you know, Camry, um, me and Camry have been friends since we were, like, kids, and then, um, me and Lisa, you know, I consider her to be my sister, because my mom, at one point, had legally, um, adopted her, and had custody over her, um, Mm -hmm. but, like, even me and her, we've been friends since, like, we were in middle school, and, like, we go through periods, like, with our friends, where, like, we might be close with them at one point, and we might be talking all the time, and then, you know, life just gets in the way, and, we might not talk for a while, but like I guarantee with those two, I can pick up the phone and I can call them right now and we'll pick up just where we left off. Or I can like right. go and to see, town or I something think, like that and we can just meet up. Things, I think those type of relationships with your close friends come with like growth and the people that you surround yourself with. Because I'm the type of person, you can be my best friend, my best bitch. We do not have to talk every day. We don't have to talk every week. As long as I know you good, I know we have lives, I know we are adults now, we do not have to communicate 24-7 like we're still in high school. And I feel like there are still people out there that feel like, oh, well, I haven't heard from my best friend, so I'm going to stop fucking with her because she don't hit me up like she used to. And it's like you just don't know what people have going on. And I'm the type of person, 
yeah, this person that hit me up in a minute. I might feel some type of way about it. But before I just jump to conclusions and be like, I can stop fucking with her because she ain't hit me up in a minute. What's up? How you been? What's going on? Let yeah. me make sure there's not something going on with you before I throw my insecurities on you about how I'm feeling about our friendship and making you feel some type of way. Let me make sure you don't have nothing going on with your relationship, mm-hmm. your family, your this, your that, you know? And I think that that all comes tied into a part of being like a good friend to somebody because I've had friends and you know, I don't have vehicles to come to every event they plan. Well, I didn't have a vehicle to come to every event they planned. Or, you know, I didn't have a way to get to, you know, everything that they threw. But I always made it known in some type of way, like, you know, we're still cool. We want to talk every day, every week. But if something wants to jump off, I'm going to have your back. If somebody was to come for you, I would have your back. Like, if you needed something, I would have your back. To me, that's what I feel like a friend is. And yeah. so some people their mindset (laughs) isn't kind of like there yet and so like the smallest thing they'll be like oh I'm not fucking with them anymore or that's fake to me I'm gonna cut them off and so that's I think that's really when you start defining like is this a real friendship or not and I know with this person that like I was friends with for like going on 10 years I mean we what brought us together was the fact that like I was actually in a relationship with her brother but I've always felt like the relationship that we had was always separate from that because even when me and him weren't together we were still like we were still able to be around each other we were still able to hang out like we would still talk all the time and I mean it was just always separate like never would I ever base that friendship off of being involved with her brother because it just didn't feel like that to me and I mean me and her we talked about that and you know she always said you know even if me and him weren't together anymore we would always be friends and you know some while some people may be like well you know you can't blame her or whatever because you know at the end of the day she's gonna side with her brother and that's fine I just felt like you know if the times that me and him like weren't together anymore like we were still hanging out like we were still you know talking on a regular basis I never talked to you like about your brother we never really had conversations about him it was always just our relationship was just about me and her and that's it so when everything kind of happened I think over a course of two years after I finally left that relationship slowly we went from like talking to each other every day to like talking to each other like you know, at least like once or twice a week, I was also, you know, visiting her, not even like around him. Like I haven't seen him since I was what, like 21 years old. And I would just hang out with her. And I mean, it was never like in his space, we would always go out and we would do things separately away from there. You know, there were there were boundaries set. So like I said, it was just separate from what situation I had going on with her brother in the past. So, you know, for me, I'm, I'm a simple person. It's just black and white. You know, if you right. want to talk to me anymore, if you feel like if it's no longer comfortable because I'm not there anymore or because, you know, he's seeing other people and it's uncomfortable for you, let me know. And I would give her opportunities and just ask her, you know, what's what's going on? Why aren't we talking anymore? Like, is right. issue? do you not feel comfortable talking to me anymore? And she would just That's always say no. I don't really understand about 
people and like girls in particular because we have that very bad like if you don't want to be cool with somebody and you don't want to fuck with them no more for whatever reason you feel like you fit let that person know because if y'all are both 100 percent adults on both sides you should be able to say hey i'm not cool with this this situation has happened or i feel this way i feel like it shifted our friendship and we might not be as cool as we used to that person whoever it is should be able to take it with and i mean it's fine and especially if like i always told her i'm cool with it like you know if you if you don't feel comfortable being my friend anymore or if like there's something else going on especially you know if he's in another relationship if you feel uncomfortable because you're cool with who he's in a relationship with now and it's kind of hard for us to continue our friendship you know let me know I'm completely understanding and sometimes that might be hard for somebody to come out and say but I just feel like you know out of respect for how long our friendship was like you could just tell me and like I'm I'm gonna be okay with it I mean there's no love lost like I still wish her well I still love her you know what I'm saying we have like great memories with each other and at one point she was really one of my closest friends and I mean people people do grow apart from each other so maybe that's Mm -hmm. what it was or, or I don't know what else you know to say but I mean I'm just using that as an example See, and I think that that's good that, like, you know, you have that outlook on it. Because I'm not going to lie, it took me, like, a split second for me to get to where you are as, you know, where it comes with, like, friendships with, like, old friends and stuff. Because I literally had, like, a friend, like, I looked at you like a sister. Like, we were, like, sisters. Like, there was nothing you could do I wouldn't have your back on. And then you start hanging with other people and then you just cut me off you don't tell me anything you don't tell me why you cut me off you don't even as far as giving me a text message saying this is what the deal is like you just stop responding stop answering my calls facetime all of that and so i'm not more so hurt that you're not you know answering me or hitting me up anymore i'm more so hurt that you weren't woman enough to hit my line and tell me this is what it is this is how I'm feeling and because you didn't feel like our friendship or our sisterhood was that strong enough to owe me that that connection or that that what's the word I'm looking for like you didn't owe me that conversation basically to say hey this is what's up this is what's happening and because you didn't give me that I can't have no respect for you like I just can't rock with how you move because if I don't want to fuck with you or if you did something to me or somebody I fuck with or some or anybody in my family if you did something that makes me feel some type of way that I've gotten to the point on the line where I just completely don't want to fuck with you no more because of our history as friends and like I said this is bigger than friends I'm talking I'm talking about I looked at you like a sister like I looked at her like I looked at you Brie like if you didn't owe me that much of a conversation to be like, hey, this person's feeling that way, or I'm feeling this way, and I just don't think it's cool, or whatever, then I can't respect you, because had the shoe been on the other foot, I'm the type of bitch, if there's an issue, I'm gonna let you know. I'm gonna feel like that's not cool. I'm not gonna cut you off, but I'm definitely gonna let you know I'm not cool with what you're doing. I don't feel like it's okay, and I feel like some women are not there in their maturity level that they feel like they owe these friends or these people in their lives that conversation they rather just walk away or leave with some type of ill intent and then that gets their message across but they don't realize that it causes 
so much more conflict and issues than as opposed you would have just had this conversation with me and we could have been on a whole much healthier path mm-hmm. but now you just cut me off you haven't said anything so now it's looking fishy it's looking like were you ever really my friend like things like that so I feel like if people would just owe people that conversation when the conflict starts I feel like a whole bunch of other stuff can be avoided. Yeah. And I don't know if like, you know, the person that I used in my example, she was afraid to like be honest with me or she was afraid, you know, because I had already been through so much, like as far as letting go of the relationship that I had with her brother, that maybe she felt, you know, kind of difficult. And I mean, I would always ask her like, you know, are you cool? Like, do you feel comfortable still talking to me? And she would always say, yeah, I think, you know, I don't necessarily think that anything like bad was it. I think maybe it's more so she was afraid to kind of be honest with me or, you know, it just, it was kind of hard for her because, you know, her brother's dating someone else. And like, you know, I'm not necessarily there all the time. And it just got awkward for her or something like that. Or maybe we just grew apart. Cause I mean, I'm not necessarily the same person that I was as far as like the type of things that I'm doing in my life now. Um, as I mean, I kind of am the same person as far as like, you know, who I am on the inside, but as far as like what I have going on in my life and the things that I'm doing, you know, they're completely different than what, I used to do back around that time so I mean maybe on top of that we just grow apart and you know I I do understand your point about what you're saying you know sometimes it's really important just to kind of especially for the sake of your friendship if you've been friends for like a certain amount of time you know just owe that person that conversation right people might be incapable of doing that as far as you and her go it's the same thing because y'all were friends for so long regardless if you were dating somebody in her family or not if she felt like she was put in an awkward situation because of you and her brother's relationship or whoever's relationship if she felt like the situation got awkward based on the history of y'all friendship and how long y'all have been friends I feel like she should have still owed you that conversation. Like, hey, I know you're not with my brother anymore. I know he did this, this, and that with this, this, and that. But as far as me and you go, and I feel like if there were a lot more girls that thought mature like that and actually wanted to get out there and have that conversation with their real friend, and that's another thing. Like, if we're really close and really friends, like you say we are, these conversations shouldn't be a problem. Like, I have a best friend, and her name is Soria. Shout out to her. She is so thrown off. She is such a wild card. But at the end of the day, she does dumb shit. And if I feel like she's doing something dumb, I'm going to be like, best friend, you shouldn't do that. That's dumb. I'm not going to – even my boyfriend, even my boyfriend, he'll be on the – he'll be – I'll be on FaceTime with her, and he'll be in the background the same way I am with you. And she'll tell me some dumb shit, and he'll be like, no, that's not the way. Like, we'll be like, no, best friend that's not what's up like you don't that's that's not gonna better you that's gonna make you look like a dummy out here and I feel like if you could have those conversations with your friends then your relationships are more healthier and having friends that you feel are like that but then when shit gets rough and you feel like your friendship is like on the rocks if you don't see that person as a friend to be like hey best friend I know this is going on but for the sake of our friendship let's just not talk about you and my brother's friendship let's let's not talk about who my brother's dealing with right now let's just talk about us as friends we don't even have to bring up my brother we don't even have to bring up these topics that have nothing to do with our friendship 
And I, I think it got to that point too, where like right. we weren't even like discussing him or nothing. You know, I wouldn't know anything unless like they brought it up or something like that. Right. I would never just like or ask see, questions that's, like, or crazy nothing. Because, like even like with my friends or the people I thought was my friends, like if I had an issue, you know, I don't really I take stuff to heart, but I don't take it to heart to where we got to stop being cool. I'm going to feel some type of way, but I'm going to feel some type of way, and I'm going to be over it. And I was friends with a lot of people that would feel some type of way and then keep feeling some type of way, and instead of you addressing it to me as a friend, you'll go talk about it with the next person and the next person. And then that's how this whole circle of drama gets around because everybody knows this person feels some type of way about you, but you don't know it. Yeah. And so that's when you start realizing, okay, well, was this person ever really my friend? Like, this could have been a conversation you could have had with me instead of having with, like, five other people, you know? Mm -hmm. And I understand you're not going to always be your friend's only friend. Everybody has other friends outside of you, which is cool. The same way, you know, like, I rock with Cameron. That's your friend. I have other friends. My friend Gloria has other friends. I rock with her other friends. Like, you know, everybody's going to have other friends outside of you. But when it comes to our relationship and, like, personal things and how you feel personally about that person, it just becomes this big, messy, like, just, like, unnecessary thing when you go tell other people how you're feeling about somebody else instead of telling that person. Especially when you call that person your friend. Like, I feel like if you're my friend and I have an issue I'm going to tell you, and you being my friend, if you have an issue, I definitely want you to tell me. Yeah. And at the end of that conversation, we should still be friends. And I feel like that's like the true definition of friendship. We ain't going to agree on everything. We ain't going to like everything we do. But at the end of the day, you're going to be my friend. If I get married today or tomorrow, we don't have to talk every day. We go a whole month without talking. But if you're my real bitch, if I get married today or tomorrow, I'm going to call you your bitch. You my bridesmaid. And that's mm-hmm. on it, you know, that's, that's how I am. And I think too, that's, that's why like, I love that we're doing this because like, we both have kind of different uh, views on it. And as far as like me, I feel like, you know, I might be hurt over it for a while, but I think especially with the example that I just used, I had a lot of time to kind of just like sit back and like, think of all these other scenarios why you know possibly like we're not friends anymore and I've just gotten to the point and I think this just is more so because like I'm getting older and you know at the time that all this was happening I was like 21 22 and now I'm 25 I just feel like you know and even with the situation I talked about you know as far as everything that happened with that relationship in episode two so if you guys want to know about that you guys can check that episode out but um as far as everything I've had a lot of time to just like think about, you know, how someone else might feel in a certain situation. And even though if I don't know that for sure, I've just gotten to the point in my life where I'm just like, you know what, like, if that's how you feel or anything, like, I'm going to appreciate the time that we had together as friends or whatever the case may be. I'm not going to talk ill of you or nothing like that or nothing, because at one point we were very, very close. And I feel some, some people have a hard time doing that. You know, if they feel like they've been um hurt by somebody that they used to be close with or whatever like they don't care like they'll just bad mouth them or something like that and I'm never gonna do that because we were friends for such a long right. period of time and am I hurt because of either. yeah am like, I hurt I've because of a certain situation like, go ahead told me, I've had friends that have told me like their deepest darkest secrets like 
you cheating on your husband, you cheating on your dude, like, you doing this, you doing that, like, my loyalty is to you, I would never go out there and expose your business, and it's like, it's funny, because when people be doing wrong by people, like, I just be thinking, like, you doing wrong by me right now, and what if I was really, like, the type of bitch that just went out there and put your business out there, because we not friends no more, like, your whole life would be fucked. Like, like your whole life would be fucked if I went out there and told everybody the things that you told me in confidence because we're not friends anymore. And if I moved the way that you're moving right now, you would hate it. And that's what I don't get. Like, you tell me your deepest, darkest secrets. Like, we're really close, but then you go and do some, some fake shit, and now we're not cool. And like I said, if I was one of those type of bitches that just went and just put your business out there, you wouldn't like it. Because you really blame me. You know, like when I hear people say it's not right that they went and spread their business because they used to be friends, I feel like that shit is totally wrong. But then I also look at it as, well, could you blame them? Because you also crossed fence and they was nothing but a good friend to you. So if they did that out of anger, like you you can't be mad. You could be mad because your business out there, but you really can't be mad on how they move because you move the same way. And I, I feel like and this is probably a whole other episode for a whole other topic, but I feel, I feel like actually dealing with conflict has a lot to do with your healing because I had to work on a lot of internal self issues and heal myself mentally because as far as me and my situation right now, like, when you just have, like, more than one friend that just cuts you off with no explanation, no reason why, and you're like, okay, well, I know I've been, I've been nothing but a good friend to them. I've did nothing but right by them. So where is this coming from? And they haven't owed you that conversation that I was talking about. It just kind of makes you start thinking, well, is it me? Is it really me? Like, did I do something wrong? Like, what did I do? Like, you know, did I, did I do something fake? And then as I got to, like, thinking about it, I was like, no, like, you know, like, I haven't done anything wrong to anybody. Like, I moved out of my parents' house at 19 as soon as I graduated because things wasn't working out. I moved into my grandpa's house. And just a little history on me, my grandpa has dementia, my grandma has cancer. And it's hard, but I'm dealing with it. And it's a lot. But on top of all of that going on in my life, I never told my friends. And so my friends had issues going on with their family to where they couldn't stay in their home and me staying at my grandpa's house it's just me and my grandpa and he has a one two three four bedroom home other two bedrooms are empty so me being the good friend that I am my papa has a very 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 good generous heart you can ask I love him <laughs> yes my papa has a very 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 good generous heart very Christian like man like he's the sweetest ever and so him not having a problem, me and him let my friends move in. So on top of me having somewhere to go deal with my situation, I open up my grandfather's home to friends that have things going on. And then these friends, you know, my papa, like I said, he has dementia. Don't know his left from his right, but he's still making it. At this point, he can still drive a vehicle. He's taking y'all to school. He's taking y'all to work. He's doing things with your, your friends, your family. They're not doing for you. And so, you know, I don't have a problem with it. My family definitely had a problem with it. But I can you imagine. Know, me, I can already hear Dominique girl, right now. Baby, Dominique and her sisters. But, you know, 
me being me, this my friend. They need help, you know. And my papa is like, you know, whatever goes on in my household, that's what goes on in my household. It's none of their business. So we're going to help y'all out. We're going to do what we can. But then years later, when y'all leave the house and y'all move on and life is going okay for y'all, you don't shit on the people that help you. My papa ain't heard from none of these bitches since. And I'm laughing because it's just like at one point y'all really needed me and I was there to help y'all. And now y'all just cut me off and y'all shit on me. Don't tell me why. And it's like, that's so weird. Like, tell me something. Then my grandpa's like, where's this person? Where's that person? Oh, I don't know. They don't talk to me no more. they don't talk to me anymore and I think within like time sister like and I know you know I'm always kind of the one that is more so the calm one I say you used to say that you're the calm one but I feel like I'm the calm one well you Um, know how you should be calm but then nah girl you've been turning up you've been turning up okay but (laughs) I feel like through time you know you just especially like if you feel like you did your due your due diligence as a friend and you were there for them and everything like that even if you feel like you know that might have not been reciprocated I wouldn't take responsibility for where the friendship is now and I would just make peace with the fact that you did what you could have done and oh, you know that yeah and that goes back to my statement that healing definitely has a lot to do with conflict because I really had to like do a lot of self-healing like no this isn't your fault they're not your friends anymore mm-hmm. this isn't your fault that this is happening you did what you had to do you've been nothing but 100% honest with them and and that's another thing like I've been hearing that like they be saying I'll be lying and stuff girl wow. I'll be like what? it's crazy if because I, I know you- I know we talked about this so like I know who yeah, you're talking about like, if I could tell y'all who really lies to y'all face, I would be the least of y'all problems. But see, me being me, I probably used to have that messy intention in high school because I thought people were my friends. I'm going to tell this person. I'm going to tell that person. But I realized that's how mess gets started. Like, I don't tell nobody's business to nobody because I've learned, especially in my neighborhood around the high school I grew up, everybody around here, no, everybody. And the minute I bring up something, that person's going to know somebody. They're going to go to that person, that person, that person. That's just how the world is. And so that's why I'm like, everybody be like, oh, Chanice be lying. Chanice do this. Chanice do that. But Chanice minds her business. Chanice stays home with Pat and Peyton. If I call you and spill you some tea, it's because you my close bitch. And I feel like it's just something funny we should talk about. But as far as, like, all this drama stuff, I just be like, okay. <laughs> like, if you feel that way, say something. But bitches are weird, girl. Bitches are weird. And I think that's my slogan of 2020. <laughs> bitches are weird. <laughs> bitches are definitely weird. <laughs> I feel like my slogan as far as, like, that goes is, like, protect your peace. Because I think, you know, I've had a lot of, like I said, I've had a lot of time to, like, think about the situation. I've had a lot of time to heal. So, like, I don't feel nothing as far as like negative about the situation. I used to feel hurt and disappointed. You know, I've talked to you about it. I've like really hurt and disappointed, but sometimes like you have to accept things for what they are. And I feel like situation I've accepted it. And, you know, I've just come to the realization that maybe, you know, it was time to close that chapter or maybe like we grew apart. That's fine. So, I mean, I wish her well and everything. That's how I felt, because I was like, you know, why would they do me like this? Why would they hurt me like this? I've been nothing but a good friend to them. Like, are they treating me like this because I didn't make their function? Like, I just started thinking about different shit like that. Like, why are they treating me like this? And I've been nothing but a good friend to them, nothing but honest with them. Like, 
if they have issues with somebody that I'm cool with, I've always stayed out of it because they're my friend and that person's my friend too. Like I've never did anything to seem like a fake friend to them. And it's just weird, like how they move about friendship and just say, okay, well, we're going to cut your knees off. Okay, that's fine. But you still haven't gave me an explanation why. And so I think that's where my healing comes in because you haven't been owed that explanation. You're having all these thoughts in your heads about the what is and the what could and what's this and what's that when you really just have to make peace with the situation. And mm-hmm. like you said, if you know that you did your due diligence in the friendship, you know that everything you did was with pure intention, you should have nothing to worry about. And, and maybe it's be- just time that like, you know, you let it, just let it go right and that's where I had to get to at the point in my life that hey I know I did what I was supposed to do as a friend I know that you know I never let nobody talk about these people I never you know did anything ill will towards these people so if this how they want to move if they want to cut me off if they want to do that that's fine I know God got me I know that at the end of the day my life is going to progress because I didn't retaliate the way the old Trinese would have retaliated because bitches be petty, girl. Okay, sister. Like, <laughs> these hoes really wanted, like, a real reaction out of me, sister. Like, I'm going to post a picture of us, and we're going to crop Trinese out. Like, they do oh, little wow. high school shit like that. Yes, and it's so immature. And it's like, I really thought at the age of 25, 26, I thought we all had grown up. <laughs> but, see, we all haven't. And so I have to do the work on myself to be like, you know what, just let this shit go because the old Trinese would have commented on that shit and been like, so what's up? I mean, y'all bitches really friends because of me, so what's up? But, you know, I really had to take a step back and be like, you know what, I'll let God handle it. I don't have no ill will towards nobody because just keeping all that hate and animosity in your heart, it's not good for you. Yeah, it's not. You don't. You don't prosper. You don't move forward with that type of energy. And I'm real big on energy. And I think that's why a lot of me and my friends have fallen out now because a lot of their energies were like on the flaky side. Like, oh, you want to go fight a teenager, but because I don't want to come and help y'all fight a teenager and go to jail, I'm not a real friend. Like, they're just they're real simple minded like that. So it's just it's just little stuff like that. You have to be mentally grown. You have to be mentally mature to know how to handle conflicts because either they could really go left, either they could really go left, or y'all can have a conversation and it go the right way. So it just all depends on you know where you mentally are in your head as a person. Is that Tayden? <laughs> yes, it is definitely Tayden. I've been trying to keep the background quiet, but he keep running up in here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's let's switch gears. So I feel that we can kind of detail probably one of the easiest topics when it comes to having conflict and arguments, which is in our relationships. Mm-hmm. So talk about some of the struggles, like if you have anything when it comes to arguing with your significant other, like what would you say your biggest challenge is or y'all's biggest problem is when arguing or having disagreements and you can be honest. I have stories about that too. (laughs) Look, sister, you know I call you every day. Pat is going to pluck the last nerve left in my whole body. (laughs) I know. I was just telling Trayantra, she was, I was, you know, because I didn't get the opportunity to just kind of like, tell her everything that's been going on with me or whatever. And I didn't definitely want to do that through text message. 
but uh-huh. um, she was like, well, if you ever feel comfortable, like, you know, you can talk to me. I'm a good listener. I was like, you know, same. You can ask Deja and Trinice. I'm pretty much like the therapist sister. <laughs> right, right, right. Girl, with me and Tad. That's my boyfriend, by the way, you guys. Hi, Tad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, whatever. But, yeah. <laughs> so, we, let me say this. We have definitely gotten a lot better with our conflict and our communication and you can definitely ask Brianna I think our last major 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 conflict like I was about to stab this nigga (laughs) and Brianna and Dedra were my witness like I was like fuck this shit he got me fucked up I'm about to stab this nigga I'm done I'm about to fuck him up (laughs) and that also goes back to what I said about healing. I have to do um, a lot of healing within myself. Um, I have to, you know, sit back and think, okay, well, maybe if I react different to this, he won't react like that. But I also have to take a step back and, you know, not take all the blame for everything that was going on because it's not always your fault. Your significant other will have flaws and you know, at the beginning, communicating with him, telling him how I felt about stuff was kind of, like, easier, I should say. Like, I would be like, hey, I'm not cool with that. I don't like that. And he'll be like, okay, babe, I could fix that. I could change that. I, I would say at the beginning of our relationship, it was more easier for him to change his ways, and he was more willing to do things for me. But, and I'm sure anybody that's been in a long-term relationship can also agree as the years go on and time progresses and you stay in your relationship, you just kind of, you grow used to that person, you grow comfortable, um, things just become kind of come normal. And so when your significant other starts asking of things of you, you're just kind of like, okay, what do you want now? Or dang, like you always want something or dang, or, or just something of that nature. And I think that's where lines start getting crossed and I think that's where our conflicts start coming in at because I expected so much from him and he expected this from me. And so when I tell you my issues, you're you're irritated now. And then when you're telling me your issues, now I'm irritated. And this is like years, like after like five plus years of being together. It's like your needs and your wants in the relationship starts to become irritable to the other person because... I think at some point in relationships, we just kind of stop listening to each other and we just start becoming selfish of what our wants are in the relationship. And so I think that was kind of like some self-therapy we both had to do within each other in our relationship. Like, let's start listening to what the other person wants more. And then maybe that could solve, like, that could resolve a whole bunch of more conflicts to come. Because when I think back on things that we've argued about and that we've gotten into it about, it's like that could have been avoided had I just listened to what they had to say. Or that could have been avoided if he just would have heard what I was saying, you know? I always tell people, like, when you're having a conversation with somebody, and, and it doesn't necessarily always have to be an argument, um, but anytime you're having a conversation with somebody, something that I've learned um, is that you get more out of the conversation if you listen 
with the intent of listening and not with the intent of having a response. Because right. if you think about it, when people are talking, like you kind of have to like, you, you can't already be, when, when especially like when you're arguing, if you are already halfway in the middle of that person saying something, you're already thinking of uh, something to say to reply to that, like you're not really listening. Right. Right. And so that's kind of like the thing that we had a real big issue with. Like it started becoming kind of unfair to me because he would talk and I would sit here and listen to all the things he had to say, even if I felt like it was bullshit. I'm going to give you the respect of saying what you have to say, because when it's my turn, I want you to give me that same respect. And so we kind of started having conflicts because I would give you that respect. And then when it came to my turn and I started talking about how I feel, you cut me off because you feel like you got something else to say. And that's not fair. That's not how a relationship should be. If I hear you, you hear me. And so I think that with men in general, I think that they just have this, I don't know if it's testosterone or what, they just have this thing where like, they're just like, hey, I'm the man, hear what I have to say. And it's like, yeah, I'm going to listen to you, but you also have to listen to me. And so, I don't know. It's just weird. Men are very weird. Like I said, bitches be weird. Niggas be weird too, girl. Okay? (laughs) Everybody out here weird, okay? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like with my relationship, I feel like the biggest thing, if we ever have an issue, well, there's two things. One thing, um, you know, he's African. So, like, how they do things and, like, what their mindsets are like is different. not trying to make it, like, about ethnicity or anything but um I feel like that plays a lot into some of the things that comes out of his mouth and like what he means by them and you know sometimes it's not necessarily what you say is how you say it and like I've had to explain to him some of the things like you make things really difficult when the way that you're saying something is like in an in a harsh way and I'm not saying like you have to sugarcoat anything you know I don't need things to be sugarcoated for me I'm very simple I'm black and white you can just tell me how it is but you don't have to say it in such like a condescending rude or disrespectful tone or like you say it in just like an overall messed up way and so when you do something like that you know, how you're coming off clouds what you're actually trying to say. So if you right. you have to watch how you're saying things sometimes because if you're saying it in like a messed up way, like I said, it clouds what you're trying to say and the, then that person only becomes focused on how you're saying it versus what you're trying to say. So that's problem number one. And then right. number two, I feel like we just communicate differently. And like Mm -hmm. we're, we both have different mindsets when it comes to different things. And I don't know, I feel, I don't want to say necessarily we're opposites of each other, but I just feel like in a lot of ways, we're very different. So it makes it difficult. And one thing that like, I've also learned even in like past relationships, men just communicate way differently than women. Like as much as we want our significant other, our spouse to communicate how we want or communicate how we would like to, they just think and do things way differently and I think that's why communication is so big in relationships because if you don't communicate to a man what you want or how you feel or what you feel like needs to be done there he is work, he will not get it yeah <laughs> he will not get it at all like at all 
So I don't know. And then um, one thing that like we've really had to work on is just not having disagreements or arguments through text message or over the phone. Because when you do it that way, it kind of makes it difficult for you to understand the tone of voice that this person's using whenever you're talking to them. And just because of how he says certain things, I automatically am just like, uh, no, why are you talking to me like that? Why are you saying things to me like that? Don't talk to me like that. And then I'm just like completely over what he's actually trying to say to me. I think that's one of the things that I kind of had to work on myself with in my relationship was my tone with everything. Because I know me, the minute I get upset, my tone is so disrespectful and so just irritated. Like, nigga, what the fuck? So I kind of have to like stop coming off like that because I know if somebody came off to me like that, I'll be like, oh, really? So, you know, what I want, I want to give to somebody else. And so I had to kind of change that about myself in order to relate my issues to my significant other because me and him, we're both firecrackers. <laughs> like we both have these like bad tempers. And so, and it's so weird because I've, I've only seen him like that once. So like before I saw him like that, I would have never expected any of that. Right. Cause he's very calm. He's very calm, cool, and collected. But when you make you, him mad, I expect it from. <laughs> right. Like exactly. Like with me, that's what you get. But with him, he's very chill. And then the minute you piss him off and take him there, it's a wrap. And so it's like, we're both very strong headed people. And so by do something he don't like, he gonna make it understood that he don't like it. If he do something I don't like, I'm gonna make it understood I don't like it. And so I think because we're very strong in those categories, it definitely becomes a conflict. So I think it's just all about knowing like the type of spouse or significant other you have and what type of communication works well with them. So this is gonna be a funny question, but kind of in like a simple way and not too many words describe how a typical argument would go between you and Ted. Oh my lord. <laughs> oh, a typical argument. Oh, I can give you a perfect example. So we always argue about cleaning. So I can see something dirty and be like, the sink needs to be cleaned up. Oh well, why won't you clean up the sink? Because I've been doing this, this, and that. You've been on the game all day. Why can't you clean it? And so that's just kind of how it gets. So he's very big on playing the game. And while he's playing the game, I'm doing other stuff that he probably don't even know I'm doing, like cleaning, potty draining, things like that. So then when I ask him to do something, he's like, well, why can't you do it? Because I was doing it while you was on the game. And instead <laughs> of you giving me lit back, just fucking do it. You know, like that's where a lot of our conversations our arguments start from like just fucking do it like you've been on the game you don't even know what the world outside of you is doing so just do it I feel like with me and Alex it'll be I don't know because I feel like most of it like I I can say I can take responsibility for starting some of them but usually it starts because he says something off the wall whether it's like 
what he's saying is messed up or like how he's saying it is messed up and truly I really don't think that sometimes when we're having disagreements or whatever like he really thinks before he opens up his mouth which causes a lot of issues girl I don't I think I think Alex is more times times 10 with it than anybody I've ever been with which is crazy but he just just says it and then like I get I don't want to say I get in my feelings. He he'll say that I'll get in my feelings and like I start getting all emotional and stuff like that. I don't want to say that because that only happens sometimes. I think I've gotten to the point where I'm just like, absolutely not. You're not gonna talk to me like this. You're not gonna disrespect me like this. No. And I just automatically I'm like, nah, like we're not we're not doing this. And so then I get on him about, you know, what he's saying or how he's saying it, whichever one is worse. And then that's when he's kind of just like, oh, I didn't mean it that way. And so then I'm like, all right, well, then why did you say it like that? Or why did you right, say that? Why did you say it? So yeah. that's usually how it goes. And then it'll, it usually starts off with like kind of a plateau because I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm black and white. Like I don't play games. I don't accept being disrespected. I'm a firm, I'm a psychology major. I'm a firm believer in conflict resolution, having reasonable conversations. It's just whenever I feel like I'm dealing with somebody reasonable or I feel like what, what the issue is, is a little bit right. off the wall and that it starts off high like that. Honestly, sister, I don't know if I come off as like the type of person that feels like you can't have a resolution conversation with them because a lot of people, instead of just coming to me and talking to me, they rather just fall back and not like speak their mind. And I'm like, do I come off as the type of person you can't talk to? Because I feel like my real friends know that if you have an issue, I'm the least judgmental person ever. Like, there's an issue for whatever reason. Tell me. Talk to me. I'm not going to judge you on how you feel. Everybody is not going to feel how you feel. And I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I'll be coming across to people like they can't talk to me or something because they really don't be talking to me. It might be that they're afraid of how you're going to react to certain things because you know, and you have to admit it, Trinise, you know that sometimes when people tell you stuff, if it's about yourself or if it's about something that you've done, you know, you kind of come off a little bit combative. I mean, yes, and that's anybody. I'm going to come off some bathroom. I'm going to feel some type of way. I'm going to have a reaction to it. But it's not going to be that drastic to where it's like, fuck you. We don't got to fuck with each other. Like, I've never, ever, ever been that person. Like, and I be, like, laughing at my brother because he has this term that he be saying. And he be like, like, my brother has friends. And him and his friends will, like, full on, like, squabble and fight. And then be cool the next day. And he'd be like, all we have to do is catch a brotherly fade. And I'd be like, a brotherly fade. <laughs> I can so fade. imagine him saying that. He is so or like, he'd be like, you know, we have to catch us a brotherly fade. And, you know, like, not like being physical or putting our hands on each other. But if we have an issue or we get into an argument, at the end of the day, tomorrow, we're going to still be cool. Especially if we have history and friendship. I'm not going to cut you off because we had a disagreement. And I feel like people are scared of that conversation that might lead to an argument and that we won't be cool no more. They just rather not have the conversation. And I'm like, no, that's that's just causing more conflict. Like I just rather, you know, let's disagree, agree to disagree, and let's keep it moving. Like I feel like unless you fuck with my child, my family, or my man, there's nothing you can do to me to just make me say, Fuck you. We can never be cool again. You know? Like, unless you just do, like, some ultimate fake shit, 
Like, I would never just be like, fuck you. We can't be cool. We can't be friends. I'm not that type of person. Do you feel like, and I know I struggle with this, but do you feel like your feelings are able to be communicated effectively on your end? And, like, do you find that most of the time you're not being listened to? Um, yes and no. As far as my relationship, I 100% feel like um, what I feel is being communicated 100% because that's just the type of person I am in a relationship. Like, try not going to know how I'm feeling unless I tell it. So we've always had that relationship. Like, I'm going to tell you, like, we've never held anything back from each other. And I think that's why we've lasted so long against the conflicts, because we've always kept it 100 and let it know what it is we don't like or what we're not cool with or what is a problem. Now, as far as, like, friendships, um, I've always been put in a lot of situations where, like, you know, I'm not the same. I'm not gonna say I'm not the same as all of my friends, but I'm not the same as most of my friends, which is cool. I like have. I love having friends that are different from me. But <clears throat> I've also had a lot of friends that like <laughs> they <laughs> they do stuff for attention, or they get upset and they're ready to fight, or they just they just do stuff that's just not down with the type of stuff that I do and so I'm not gonna stop being your friend but at the same time I will admit I'm not the type of person to tell you okay that's not cool don't do that because I already know that's gonna open up a can of worms for us to get into it and if the situation don't have nothing to do with me anyway I'm just not gonna speak up on it because now we're gonna have an issue based off some shit with you and somebody else like, I had two friends that <laughs> we were actually coaching cheer together, and um, they coached the older girls, I coached the baby girls, and they had each other. I had nobody, and so I pulled in somebody from high school to come help me. Well, the little high school girl got mouthy. She had some stuff to say. She started getting real disrespectful with them. Okay, this girl is the same age as Z, and if y'all know, Z is my brother on my mom's side. Brie knows my brother. And th- this is a high school girl, probably like a senior, junior at the time. So she's getting mouthy. She's like, oh, F y'all, this, this, and that. True enough. Very disrespectful. Shouldn't have been saying it. But y'all took it from, oh, we going to put this bitch in her place to, oh, well, we going to come to cheer practice tomorrow and fight her. We're not going to. We're not going to even look at the fact that this girl is, like, 17. We're not going to look at the fact that she's a minor. We can go to jail. We're not going to look at the fact that we're out here coaching people that are, like, seven, six and under. I feel like after a certain age, like, if you have the audacity to, like, it it should take a lot for you to want to put your hands on somebody. And I feel like if it gets to that level at a certain age, like, you really need to sit down. Right, and that's how I felt about the whole thing. I mean, at the end of the day, the conflict wasn't with me, but I'm a coach, and she wasn't a coach. So at the end of the day, they expected you to be a co-signer. That's what that was. Right, right, right. And at the end of the day, I didn't co-sign, but I didn't side with the little girl either. I was like, you know what? At the end of the day, I did what they should have did, which was call the girl's mama because her mom was actually the vice president of the team. I called her mama, and even her mama was rowdy, rowdy about it, talking all this crap, but I knew at the end of the day, this is her mom's team, and her mom's not going to do that. She might say she's going to do it, but I knew she wasn't going to do that, 
And so, like, the next day, my friends come to practice with shorts on, tank tops, hair pulled up, caps on, hair tied up. Like, they was just ready to play. And I'm like, <laughs> I really wanted to laugh because I'm like, okay, were well, y'all going to fight in front of the kids? Were we going to fight before practice? Like, And especially awesome if you decide that you're going to do something professional as coaching a team and you're supposed to be setting an example for the kids that you're coaching, you should not behave like that. Right. Like, I was just like, bro, like, come on. We know that this is a whole kid. Like, why we even, like, even, like, because we were, it started with all of us in a group message. And even us in the group message, I told the girl, I was like, you know, just chill out. It's not that serious. Trying to take the adult route. And here they go. Well, it's whatever. What you want to do? I'm like, do y'all realize this little girl is in high school and we're like 25? why are y'all doing this like like I just felt like I don't want to sound cocky but my maturity was just like way above them like at the end of the day us coaching this cheer team we don't even get paid for this dog we volunteered I wish I would go to jail over something that's not putting money in my pocket especially because I have a mouth to feed like like they just wasn't thinking how I was thinking and I guess because I wasn't thinking like them they was like, oh, well, Trinice on some fake shit. Like, Trinice not, like, like, they thought I was, like, being fake because I wasn't fighting with them. But at the end of the day, I have to tell to realize, when you grow up, you pick and choose what you react to. And I'll be damned. Like, I'm not going to react to an 18-year-old, same age as my little brother, talking about she want to fight. Girl, if you don't go sit down and make sure you graduate this year, like, really. <laughs> like, that's how I'm looking at. And I hate to sound like bitter or because I don't I don't feel or not bitter or like I'm better than people because I don't feel that way I'm I feel like humble and like everything that I'm doing but I just feel like not necessarily saying if you're not on my level but like if you're not doing the same things as me or like we can't relate on certain type of things I don't I don't feel the need to fight you like right if- see and I wasn't even like like I'm just like dude fuck the fight it are we missing the whole fact that this is a whole kid? She's a kid. She's a child. We're like 25, 26. She's only 17. Like, what are y'all going to do? Like, what? Are, like, literally, what are y'all going to do to her? That's like me letting Tad fight my brother. Like, <laughs> you're too grown for that. Like, are you trying to prove a point? Like, what is it that you're trying to do? Like, it just didn't make sense to me. And then to top it all off, we're out here coaching cheer for minors. Started just gonna stop practice and like catch a one. Like I didn't get it. I just really didn't get it. And I'm like, am I tripping? Like, am I simp? Am I weak? Like, why am I not getting it? And then I just have to come to realize like these hoes is dumb. Like they're not mature. Like they have a lot of growing up to do. And <laughs> I just kind of left the situation alone. It didn't have nothing to do with me. I was like, I'm not taking nobody's side because at the end of the day, the coaches were my friends and we still have to coach for these people over the team. So beating up your 18-year-old daughter just wasn't good for business. <laughs> <laughs> I remember growing up in school and it seemed like it was important to like have a huge group of friends. But like as you get older, you kind of just start to realize that sometimes like people can surprise you with like who they really are. And then like- Seriously. And I kind of got to the point in my life, like I'm not gonna lie, like all through high school, and I was kind of just telling my grandma this, I wish I was the person that I am now back in high school. It would have saved me a whole bunch of heartbreak, a whole bunch of fake friendships, and I definitely did have, like, a lot of fake friends, 
in high school that I thought were my friends, and they turned out to be like a bunch of fake shit. So after I graduated, and I had like these whole like you know, and I ain't gonna say a group. I probably had like probably four five good friends that I called my close good close friends. Like if I get married today or tomorrow, you bitches are in my wedding. And so when these girls started acting fake with me. And I'm 26 years old. I'm like, bro, I'm too old to be friends with fake people. Like, I'm too old to be trying to think, oh, they was really my friend, but they was really fake. Like, I really just had to see people for what they really was because I'm not in high school no more. Like, I always try to see the good in everybody, but you just have to realize that, like, everybody's not going to move like you. People not raised like you. Some people are just naturally fake, and they really can't help themselves. So I just have to kind of, like, take that into consideration because I literally was like, bro, I'm 46, still losing friends. Like, this is ridiculous. I thought I was past this stage in my life, but I really wasn't. I feel like, you know, because, like, I used to make a big deal about it, but now, like, and I'm thankful because, like, all of my friends, I've been friends with them for, like, years. So, and that's Camry, um, Lisa, and Daniqua. So shout out guys. Hey, <laughs> but I know Camry's going to listen to this, but um, okay. I just like don't care about certain things anymore. Like I just, I have zero tolerance for like drama or like pettiness or, or disrespect or um, anything like that. And I hate, I really hate, like saying I have zero tolerance for disrespect because I don't want people to make it seem like, oh, well, if you disrespect me, then like I'm gonna come at you sideways or anything like that because I don't like I'm completely fine with just like removing you from my life and like completely pretending like right. And that's how I feel right now. Like that's where I'm at in my life. Like if I gotta get rid of you, bye. I just have zero bye. tolerance for like pettiness or like going back and forth. You know me. It's like I'm not. It, it'll take a lot for me to want to fight you know I'm perfectly fine with just like not talking to you anymore <laughs> right like a recent situation that I talked about you with and you know what I'm talking about <laughs> but mm. I don't know like it, I just feel like if it's really that deep or whatever the case may be like okay that's fine like I have no problem with completely just not texting you anymore and not hanging out with you anymore and not interacting with you anymore I will go about my merry way I have friends I don't need to constantly keep adding people to the list of my friends but I mean not saying I'm not open to like making new friends or like meeting new people but I mean once I kind of see how you are and or like you rubbed me the wrong way or you disrespected me or you know you've done something that's not very admirable <laughs> to me or something like that in some way like you I'm a, I'm a firm believer in like things that are organic and genuine and everything and if you just if I don't I feel like our friendship's forced or there's something about you that like I just don't vibe with or I don't like the type of person you are like I will literally just completely stop talking to you and going about my business right same definitely same when do you feel like you decide that like enough is enough? Like when do you when do you cross the line with people? Um, basically, like when you just like really start showing me your true colors, like when you start showing me what it really is, then that's when I just kind of like fall back. I do. I am a firm believer that people can change and people can, you know, better their life. So I wouldn't say, like, I would never be your friend again. I would just kind of fall back and probably wouldn't fuck with you until, like, you know, I prefer to see that you changed how you move. Then, you know, 
if we link up later down in life, then cool. But I'll never just be like, hey, I don't want to fuck with you no more, because I feel like that's just kind of fucked up, especially if we actually did have some type of friendship. But for me to be like, enough is enough, you have to really do like some fake fraudulent ass shit for me to be like, all right, I'm good on you. I'm just not going to hit you up for a while. Let you figure out what it is you've got going I just feel like it depends on, like, how I feel about you as a person. Like, it takes a lot for me to want to, like, say I'm done with a situation. But, you know, I'm not going to keep allowing for certain things. Like, if you showed me, like, who you are once, I think, and I decide to cut you off, I think it just depends on the intensity of what you showed me. But, like, I'm usually one that, like, I'll give second chances. And, like, if I just constantly keep seeing the things about you that, like, you know, I, I don't really want to deal with then that's when I kind of cross the line or I feel like I'm being disrespected or more so in this recent situation that I had to deal with I feel like you're trying to um, demonize my character or trying to portray me like I'm just this person who did you dirty when that's absolutely far from the truth like I don't I don't like that and so if I just feel you know any type of negativity or like if I feel like a situation's forced or, you know, we, we're just not vibing or, um, you know, and I don't want to say we're just not vibing, like, you know, we're having an issue in that moment. Because sometimes, like, you fight with people and you have disagreements and, like, you need to take a step back and, like, have some time to yourself to be able to calm down and then reevaluate the situation, come back and fix it. But, like, if I just uh-huh. feel like you're, you've done me wrong or, like, you're trying to demonize me or make it seem like I'm you know, some type of person that I'm not, or you've done something kind of messed up or fake to me or anything like that, or if you're just like drama or anything, a lot of things, like I'll, I'll literally just decide to stop dealing with you and I'll just right. not deal with you anymore. Same, same. I feel like we're too old. Type of person, yeah. Like I'm too open. If I feel like moving fake or you did something fake and I'm not feeling, I'ma just fall back. Like I'm just not. I'm not gonna cause no argument with you. I'm not gonna do none of it. I'm just fall back. And especially if I don't value you or like I don't value you, cross me again. That's how I feel. Yes, exactly. Especially if you've done me wrong, but mainly if like, I honestly, like there are only a certain amount of people that I truly value our relationship with each other, our, how we deal with each other, fixing a certain situation. But if like, I honestly, you know, like with this certain situation that I'm talking about in particular, I feel like our, our friendship or whatever you want to call it was more so forced, but, um, whatever like if I don't value you or anything I just won't Mm -hmm. like I'm not gonna care like it's fine we don't have to deal with each other anymore I have friends Mm -hmm. I'm cool and you know what's so funny to me because (laughs) I just feel like I'm that person I really value my friendships like my real 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 close close friend like I'm talking about when I'm down and out, I can pick up the phone and call you that's a real friend like when I'm down and out I know for a fact I could call Soria and she gonna she gonna either pull up or she gonna send me some money. She gonna help me out in my situation. And then you have friends like I had a friend. We was working together and we had a staff party. I didn't have no ride home. She knew my papa couldn't come get me. She knew I didn't have no car. And then I'm like, okay, well I'm gonna ask her to take me home. So then we get ready to go home. And I'm like, oh, I'm gonna ask her to take 
I can't take you home. Like, what? Like, I thought we was cool, bitch. Like, you dry like that now? Like, it's just gonna say stuff like that. Like, you just gotta know who your friend and who not. Because people, people change. People have different intentions. Regardless of what you or anybody in your family has different in, they will leave you high and dry and be like, fuck you. <laughs> For people that they hardly even know. Like, people just weird. Bitches is weird. Hashtag bitches is weird. (laughs) I believe that, like, in a lot of ways, like, people don't realize that an argument or a disagreement is, like, not an opportunity to be right about everything or, like, some type of competition where there's always, like, a winner and a loser. Right. Like, And I'm the type of person, I don't feel like I'm right about everything. Like, if I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong and tell me why I'm wrong. And I'll be like, all right, you right. But do you feel like our generation understands that? No, not at all. Yeah, not at all. Not at all. Okay. Not at all. Like I said at the beginning of this, if people just owe people that adult conversation, a lot of things could be avoided. But I don't think our generation has reached the maturity to have those adult conversations yet. And we all walk around and say, I'm an adult, I'm grown, I'm this, I'm that. But when it comes to those conversations, we turn into kids real quick, <laughs> real quick. And last question. What do you feel like friendship overall means to you? Or what do you feel like are good qualities of not only but friendships or like just relationships in general? Um, friendship, um, like I said, I just feel like if I need you, if I need anything, if you can't help me physically or financially, at least be there to help me verbally. Like, I know when my friend goes through it, she'll call me every day. If I can't help her with money or if I don't have the vehicle to come help her in her situation, I'm going to be on the phone verbally giving you some words to get through what you're going through. Because you took the time out to call me because I was that friend that you called while you was going through it. So I just feel like, being that good friend for somebody or just like coming through for them I feel like that's the definition of a good friend even like in a relationship like if I go through anything I know I can pick up the phone and call Tad he's right there like if you're in a relationship and you're like I'm going through something but I don't know if I could call my nigga the fact that you have to question if you can call him or not that's not your nigga that don't need to be your nigga like that's not real like you should be able to call your other ex any point with whatever you're going through like even the shit that I be going through with like these fake ass friends that I had like Tad is right there like they fake I wouldn't fuck with them if I was you like you don't need friends like that like that's not what's up like I feel like as far as relationships that's what your significant other should be doing as far as like the friendship aspect because like I could say like me and my best friend Zoria have like an amazing relationship like she go from city to city, state to state, like, every week. But we always keep in contact. If she ever hits a town and she needs something or she needs a lift or she needs some money or something, she knows she can call me. I'm going to come through in any type of way that I can. And if I can't, I'll be like, my bad best friend, I don't got it. I can't do it. But I'll stay on the phone with you and figure it out. Like, I just feel like that's a real friend. And if she tells me anything personal, if we was to ever have a conflict and fall out, this girl is crazy. I would never go and call another friend and be like, fuck her. That's why she do this. That's why she do that. Like, that's just so not with her. 
Yeah. I feel like overall friendships just be like organic. And like for, for me, as far as like what it means to me, I just feel that like it should be genuine and mm-hmm. honest. And like, you know, I feel like at, at points in, with either one of my friendships, I don't feel like me and Daniqua have like ever gone into an argument. We just, we, right. each other, we understand each other. Camry, I can't even remember the last freaking argument I've had with her. We just have such a good relationship right. that if I feel like she's doing something stupid or she feels like I'm doing something stupid or we have a problem, like, yeah, we and I don't think me and Sora have never had a falling out, and me and my friend Anaya have never had a falling out. Like, me and Soria will disagree. Like, I'll tell her, all right, I'm gonna call you back, and I forget to call her. Then she'll call me like two days later and be like, bitch, you did not call me. Like, that type of shit we be on. <laughs> like, bitch, why you ain't call me? I'm like, my bad, babe. But that's the only thing. Like, that's probably the closest thing to conflict that we get. Or if I do something stupid, she'll be like, uh-uh, best friend. That's not cute. I don't like yeah. that. And I'll be like, okay. I mean, like, even the stuff she do, I'll be like, no, that's trifling. That's dirty. Don't do that. But at the end of the day, that's my best friend. I love her. But she gonna do what you want to do. And that's mm-hmm. how I am with anybody. At the end of the day, you're gonna do what you want to do. Regardless of what I say. So, and true, I like my part friendship. Yeah. Like, if it's friendships, if it's true and it's meant to be, like, it's always going to be. So, right. Just don't try hard to make this. Yeah. Don't try hard to make like a friendship like stick if it's just honestly not working. Like, you know, some people are in your life because of a season and like, you know, reasons and everything like that. I forgot how the Mm -hmm. saying goes, but overall it's just you know the people that are supposed to be there are going to be there and I'm thankful for all the friends that I have and I'm thankful for all the ladies in my life that stuck around with a crazy bitch like me All right, sister. Well, I did enjoy doing this with you. We so have to I do love this again. Doing this with you, sister. We're gonna definitely have to do this again. Yeah. So I hope you have a good rest of the day. All right. And it was good kicking it with y'all on the Apologetic Fam. I will be back. Make sure y'all follow me on YouTube. Really for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sister. All right. Me and your nephew are going to go to the park. I know you hear him back here. Getting yeah, he's getting antsy. <laughs> y'all be careful. Make sure y'all put All some right. masks and stuff on and carry some dry mates. Definitely. We ain't trying to catch the Rona. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Love y'all. Peace out. All right. Love you too. Bye. All right, guys, so that's it for today's episode. I hope you guys truly enjoyed it. I'm really happy that I was able to have Trinice featured today. Um, She had a unique perspective on certain situations, and while this episode was long and it did get kind of personal, I just want to point out that, you know, we all go through different things with people, and sometimes people are just in our lives for certain reasons and for certain seasons and that's it and we kind of just have to take things for what they are and leave them as that um i think more to go so go with what we've been talking about or what we talked about today is just that sometimes you know it takes maturity and you know as you get older you start seeing things differently and especially when you have time to heal on certain situations you just kind of learn to take them for what they are and just wish people the best and you know sometimes we're no longer 
you know, with somebody or friends with somebody because they've hurt us or, you know, we've grown apart. And I mean, you do grow apart from some people. I think that's not necessarily talked about a lot. People just always assume that like you're either not in a relationship with somebody anymore or you're not friends with somebody anymore because they've done you wrong or like you've done them wrong or something like that. And it's something it could end up being so simple as like y'all are just not vibing with each other anymore. You're just not doing the same things. And that is perfectly fine. So um always just you know look from things from a different perspective really take time to heal on certain situations even if like someone did do you wrong or they didn't it just doesn't matter you know take things for what they are and just you know just go with it I feel like at my current time in life that's just honestly the way things are for me you know I don't wish any ill will on anybody that's no longer a part of my life anymore especially people that like I used to be friends with if I've been friends with you for a certain amount of time it's just it's just really not that big of a deal for me to just sit here and talk negatively negatively of you especially if we've like you know had a true bond with each other and that's just honestly the way that I feel about people um at one time I was very cool with you and loved you and you know things just happen and that's okay so like I said just take things for what they are and just let it be and just wish people well and just going about your business I mean that's just like I said that's just honestly how I feel about stuff anymore and I just don't have have the energy to necessarily think negatively of a situation anymore just let it be um like i said i hope you guys enjoyed today's episode and i'm definitely going to leave Ternice's youtube information down below if you guys want to check out her content i'll probably have her and you know, some of my other sis- siblings not just my sisters but really all of my siblings in general probably featured on another episode so i hope you guys you know have a good day and everything also please 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 for me with the cherry on top please leave a review and rate the show below it just kind of helps me know how you guys are feeling about the show if you want to possibly give me an idea on some topics you guys want to hear please feel free to reach out to me on my show's facebook page i know that they're you're able to contact me that way um, on my website or um, on the show's email. All of that will be listed below. And I will see you guys on the next episode. Peace out.